have landed on the Business Conservatory Podcast. This is a transparency-driven podcast helping you understand your unlimited earning potential. If you are ready to crush it with your business, let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we are on day two of the Make More Money Challenge. And for those of you who are just like, wait, what? (laughs) What is that? I wanted to give you a little bit of a context as to what we're doing and also invite you warmly to listen to the last episode because last episode, I introduced the Make More Money Challenge. Now, this podcast is still relatively new, right? Like we're less than 10 episodes in and as we're kind of navigating the format and trying this and trying that, I thought, wouldn't it be really impactful If listeners could get an immediate return on their investment, their time investment listening, by being able to take a challenge and feel like they were able to make money right away. There's literally nothing cooler to me. And so what I did was I broke down step by step everything that I feel like is absolutely essential for anyone in a position where they want to make a little extra side money, or if you feel like you really need money right away, these are the exact things that I tell my clients all the time on the exact framework and what you need to be doing to make more money quickly. And so I'm really excited to see what you guys are able to come out of with this challenge. I can't wait to see the screenshots. And I've already gotten so many DMs from folks sharing how they were able to embrace last week's homework assignment And I won't dive too deep into it, but basically, you're going to want to make sure you listen to that. I structured it for a reason. I figured first episode was going to be essential for helping eliminate that scarcity that you might have in terms of attachments and unhealthy ties to money. And now this week, we are diving all into asking for opportunities. Now, I know and I've had so many conversations with so many of you where you would literally rather gnaw your own wrist off or your own ankle off than ask someone for help. And I want to ask you, why is that? Why is it that so many of us feel like we would do just about anything to avoid asking for help? I know that for me personally, it can be really hard even asking my husband, someone who I know has my back, the idea of asking for help can just be so hard. It's just, you know, what you're capable of, you know, you can do it. And maybe it has less to do with like, you knowing what you're capable of and more, maybe you're afraid of being judged, or maybe you're afraid of how you're going to be perceived when you ask that question, no matter what it is, I want you to really think internally, why are you someone that tends to not ask for help? Similarly, why are you someone that maybe doesn't always ask for what you want? I almost feel like the two go hand in hand, right? I find that the people that tend to have a hard time asking for help also have a hard time asking for opportunities and asking for things to come to them. So this episode is for you. Totally. Let's talk about asking for opportunities. And before I dive into it, I want to just give you a brief overview of what the homework assignment is this week. So you can mentally prepare and keep that in mind as you're listening. So this week, we are going to ask for three opportunities that you would not normally ask for or that you consider incredibly out of your league. I can literally hear you tense up as you got that homework assignment. Like, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if I want to ask for opportunities. I don't know if that's something that I really feel comfortable doing. 
But part of being able to make more money is to embrace the discomfort and to give yourself permission to ask for things without judgment. I want you to identify when you're looking for opportunities, what are the benefits of the opportunities that you're seeking? Maybe for you, you're a photographer and you're looking to photograph an influencer that you've been following and you know would just look amazing in the photos that you take. Or maybe you are someone that is a coach that has always seen a particular customer like your posts or commenting on your posts, they really look like they're totally my vibe. I would love the opportunity to work with them. Opportunities look different for all of us, right? But I want you to think of an opportunity that you wouldn't normally think to ask for. Maybe something that you feel like you would never in a million years get naturally, but something that you can say, you know what, I'm just going to dive in and I'm going to go for this. And I want to start it off with a little bit of a story on the biggest return on investment that I ever received when I asked for an opportunity. Now, I have a client of mine that has been one of my longest standing clients. She is someone whose name is India Earl. Many of you who are photographers in the photography space know who she is or have followed her for some time. But when I was in the pandemic, I was kind of just starting helping business owners learn how to break into the advertising space. Many of you know that my background is in digital advertising. I was a photographer that broke into doing Facebook ads. And that was something that I was really good at. And I was really excited to teach other people how to do that for themselves. And so for me, it was 2020, we were all in lockdown. And while so many of us were stressed, worried about what was going to happen next, I just could not fathom sitting and waiting for something good to come my way. It seems like left and right, everything was just getting hit my way with bad news. And I was like, I need to offset this so that I can really get myself into that state of money making again. I feel like the natural response that I tend to get when things don't go my way is, okay, how can I turn the tables? Like, how can I spin this situation in my favor. And with India, she was someone that I'd been following for years. I saw her as someone that was virtually unattainable to me. I remember I'd sent her DMs in the past telling her how much I loved her work or telling her that I really resonated with something that she said. And you know, people that are high status tend to be really busy, right? They don't always get the chance to respond. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to find out what her email is. And I'm just going to shoot her an email and ask if I could pitch a course for Facebook ads to her audience. Maybe that's something that her audience would be interested in. I looked around on her education website. I didn't see that there were many Facebook ads related products on her site. And I was like, worst case scenario, she says no, but maybe there's a gap here that I could fill. And maybe there's something that naturally falls within my skill sets that would be valuable to her. And so I literally just out of the blue was like, hey, just wanted to let you know, I have been a huge fan of you for a really long time. I really appreciate your messaging. I love what you're about. And I love the way that you show up for your audience. And that's something that really aligns with me. I just wanted to ask, do you have any interest in potentially adding Facebook ads to your education platform? This is kind of what I've been able to do with Facebook ads and some of the turnarounds that I've gotten for my audience. I want to know, like, do you think that this is something that your audience would be interested in? And I sent it and I literally the moment that I sent it, I let it go. I was just like, you know what? I know she's busy. 
I know in the past she hasn't always had the chance to respond and I get it people are busy so I released it the moment I sent it and I was not expecting a response literally at all and then come to find out 25 minutes later she sent in all caps I have been manifesting this I would absolutely love it and be so honored if you would be willing to have your course on my platform. And that was one of the things where I could have really easily psyched myself out and said, probably doesn't need it. She's probably not interested. She works with all these other educators. She doesn't know me very well. What incentive for her is there really for her to say yes? So again, when I said that, I was expecting a no or really I was expecting a no response. But to have her response be so enthusiastic shifted something fundamentally in my brain when it came to how I approach asking for opportunities. Too often when we think about the opportunities that we want, we think of and almost borderline make an assumption that what we're asking for is not something intrinsically that the other person could want or benefit from. And so when I was thinking about it, I was like, ah, she's probably not going to be interested. I had assumed that she wasn't interested And to see how enthusiastic her response was of like, I literally manifested this. You have no idea, guys, that what you are asking for could be an answer to a prayer that they had or like something that they've literally been asking for for a really long time to help them reach their goals. And so what I want to do with this episode is really teach you how that shift happened for me and how I now ask for opportunities moving forward in the future, right? Because all it took for me in that moment was just to think of an opportunity that I want and ask. But now I approach asking for opportunities from a very strategic point of view. I know that I'm not going to get a yes every single time. But similarly, I know that if I approach it with thoughtfulness and intentionality, then I increase my likelihood of getting a yes, right? So I want this to translate for you. And I want this step of the make more money challenge to either make you more money or be your next lateral move to get you the biggest check that you've ever gotten. So there's an art for asking what you want. This is something that I notice happens quite a bit with business owners who are not used to asking for what they want. You need to be able to ask for things And when you're in the process of asking for things, be in a complete state of generosity. It has to be from a very selfless place. Of course, there's kind of a duality to it, right? Like the whole reason why you're asking in the first place is so you can benefit. But in the process of actually asking the question itself and being present and presenting the opportunity, it has to be done with complete selflessness and generosity in mind. Now, the example that comes to mind a lot with entrepreneurs is, can I take you out for coffee? Can I pick your brain a little bit? There's kind of this assumption on what is generous and what isn't generous. And let me tell you, there are a lot of times where we think what we're doing is generous that maybe quite literally isn't as generous as we think. So I want you to lean fully into generosity. What is something that I can present or offer to them in a way that truly makes them feel like they're not in a pressure situation and that they could really benefit from a generous, high-value relationship. So anyone out there that's thinking, oh, maybe I could ask someone for coffee and maybe they'll give me their advice, like, no, (laughs) we're steering very clear away from the asking for advice by like, let me pay for your lunch or let me pay for your coffee or anything like this. I want you to lean in with generosity. And one of the core examples that I heard on a podcast recently that was really 
interesting was the guy that did Gary V's business strategy. Many of you know Gary V. He's a major strategist in the marketing space. There was a guy that really wanted to work with him in terms of like, hey, I wanted to be his videographer. And that opportunity was so out of my league, but I just felt like I needed to go for it. And what he did, Gary is someone that isn't going to want to take the time to ask for what he wants, right? So I need to be generous and I need to present something to him in a way where he feels like there's no risk to respond and very minimal effort required. And so what he did to prepare was he created four video examples that he can do that would demonstrate what the working relationship would be like. Gary V could check the email. All he had to do was watch a few videos that were 10 or 30 seconds long, and he would immediately be able to say yes or no, and that's it. And for him, it was generous in the sense that he took the time to procure that work beforehand, right? Like he made examples. And there's a client that I have that's a social media marketing agency where when we're talking about cold pitching and when we're talking about reaching out to people just cold turkey who have never heard of you, we lean hard with generosity. We take that example quite literally. Here's some examples that I think would be a really good fit for you. Here's something that I made for you that you didn't have to pay for, no strings attached. But like, if you're interested and you want to kind of lean in more, I'd love to get a response for you and maybe we could get on the phone. And so when you're asking for opportunities, you will want to think of something that allows them to feel like there is no risk on their part to continue talking to you. They don't have to take all this time. They don't have to take all this energy. All they have to do is say yes. And when you present things in that way, in such a generous format, people will also be more likely to see you for where you're at and be able to really contextualize what the journey is going to be like working with you. People like working with generous people. And even if you're someone that maybe doesn't always lean in in a generous aspect, there's no reason why you can't start that now. I want you to set the tone that if we work together, this is going to be something that mutually benefits us both. It's right. It's not you asking for a big favor for something very small. It's something that you took a lot of time and effort into making it easy, not only for them, but also kind of open that door for yourself. And it's a win-win. You have to think about the other side and what they could be feeling in that moment when they receive the ask for the opportunity. Is this going to feel like, gosh, this is going to take me time. I don't want to take the time to respond. And when you are thinking about asking for opportunities, in addition to leaning in generously, one of the other things that you really could do that could really serve you well is doing a little bit of research beforehand to get to know them. We have this beautiful opportunity with all the social media profiles that we have to get such an inside view in how other people operate. So for example, if I'm a wedding photographer and I want to work with a wedding planner and I want to get on their preferred vendors list, I'll go ahead and look at their feed. I'll take a look at like, okay, what are the things that they posting? What are the things that they talk about all the time that really demonstrate what they're interested in and how can I use that to demonstrate that I see them and allow them to feel seen. The whole goal is you want them to feel seen too, right? Like you don't want to just have them feel like they're your next stepping stone to helping leverage your career. You want them to feel like, oh, we have the same core values. We have the same mutual interests. 
And so what I did when I was a wedding photographer, I moved to Portland. What I did was I looked on their Instagram feed. I saw that they were suckers for macaroons. I mean, they literally posted macaroon cookies like crazy. Now, this is 2011. Macaroons were kind of all over the place. But I was like, you know, if that's what they're into, let me order them some macaroons from the local store. So I went and got some macaroons from the local store. I went to their shop and I said, one of the things that impressed me the most about looking into your company was it seems like you guys really put your clients first front and center. And that is something that deeply resonates with me. That is something that I really, when I get my customers, knowing that that's something that you value, I want my customers to work with people just like you. And I hope that you feel the same way. And so when you're thinking about asking for all these opportunities, think about what core values do they seem to value that you can nod to and you can show them that you see them. And they're going to be like, wow, this person seems to be someone not only who is generous, but they seem to have core values that really align with mine. And that's pretty impactful. Now, when you're in the moment of asking, most of us will be asking in the form of sliding into the DMs or emailing, sending cold emails, or maybe you're reaching out to people like on LinkedIn. You want to make sure that as you're asking, as you're being generous, as you're demonstrating mutual core values with this person, you want to make sure that you're really double checking that you're not minimizing yourself in the process. I had the opportunity to audit and look at a few cold pitches recently from business owners who I work with that are also asking for opportunities. And it's so interesting to me how when we ask for opportunities that we think are with people that are completely out of our league, we tend to make ourselves look smaller in the process. We use language like maybe if you're interested or like if that's something that you think that you'd be okay with. Make sure that when you're asking that you do not minimize yourself. And if you need to like show this to your partner or show this to your best friend or show this to a colleague of yours, I want you to double check and make sure that when you're in the process of asking that you are rising to that level. I want you to operate as if you are on the same level as them and you're creating a mutual partnership or connecting with them on their level. I have made myself small so much in my career. And I think that when I think about one of my biggest regrets is that there were a few opportunities that I had where I met with someone, I wanted something from them, and I made myself small. And the way that that manifested in the future is even if I was able to secure the working relationship, that didn't always translate into them respecting me in the way that I wanted to be respected. And So while minimizing yourself may not necessarily keep you from getting the opportunities you want, know that when you do secure the opportunities that you want, it can be really problematic if you're minimizing yourself if you want a long-term relationship because oftentimes that will mean that they're not always treating you the way that you want to be treated. And that's just the unfortunate reality. Sometimes we mirror how we want to be treated And of course, there's always going to be people that will treat you like gold no matter what and treat you amazingly no matter what. But I find oftentimes that the way that we outwardly project how we perceive ourselves, a lot of times that comes back to us, regardless if the other person is a good person or not. And I know many of you are probably like, well, maybe I just don't work with a mean person, right? But there are plenty of people I've worked with that are great people that unknowingly 
minimize me because I minimized myself first. Does that make sense? Make sure that you're not setting the tone that you being minimized and you being treated as less than is the new standard. You don't want them to think that you're anything other than just completely equal. And it starts with you. And that's a pretty big pill to swallow. I had to have a pretty raw and real heart to heart with myself when I realized that many of my partners that I worked with, they weren't seeing me as the professional that I wanted to be seen as. And I could really only blame myself for that. So make sure that when you're asking for these opportunities, that you're really double checking everything to make sure that you're showing up to the level that shows them that you're on equal footing with them. And you are going to be in a really, really, really good position. I want to know what opportunities you're asking for. And I want to be your hype girl. If you could, I would like you to shoot me a DM and I want you to tell me the three things that you are going to be asking for that you feel like are totally out of your league. And what we can do together is I can give you that one-on-one support to make sure that you know, A, that you deserve it, but B, what we can say to make sure that we seal this deal for you. Because homie, there would be nothing that would thrill me more than for you to secure a high ticket client or for you to get one of the best networking relationships you've ever had. I know for me, when I spoke about my relationship with India, it went so far beyond just being a course contributor. Now I work with her in greater capacities. I'm her business strategist. I'm someone that does project management for her. The working relationship benefited me so much more than just offering my course on her platform. And now that course isn't even on her platform, but we're extending beyond this. So think about three opportunities that you can ask for shoot me a dm tell me what those opportunities are and let's help you crush it i cannot wait to see what you guys do make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode where i walk you through the very next step on how you can make more money with the make more money challenge thank you guys so much and i look forward to watching you crush it